I'm 44 going on 45. My eating disorder developed the age of 14, 15. My parents and my sister brother, we came to United States back in 1988, May. I was 1,410 pounds. I was always a little thick girl compared to normal other girls. I had a boobs. My boobs started when I was like fourth grade. By the sixth, my boob wore C-cup and then my period started in sixth grade, which is very unusual for um, Asian girl to develop fast. And when I came in the States, first of all, I didn't know how to speak English, so I didn't have any friend. Somehow I felt like my life was out of control that I want to be in control on something, which was my body. So I got on a scale, it says 110 pounds, I converted to the kilogram. I think I was like 55 kilogram or something. So for my weight, my height and 14, I was too heavy. My mind said it was too heavy that I needed to lose weight. So I will always get on a scale. I will always try to move, try to move. Somehow my young age, I knew that I had to move to burn calorie. As far as eating disorder, I knew what was a bad and what was good. I was one of those persons who grabbed a candy bar and then ate it. Um, I didn't eat a lot of meat. I didn't even eat a lot of junk food, soda. I didn't drink a lot of soda too. So my weight was always 110 to 120 pounds. So eating, as far as eating disorder, it wasn't severe. I will control my serving size. I will not eat certain food, but my eating disorder got really bad was when I start my fitness journey. So I'm gonna go ahead and give you a little insight what happened to my life. So after that, uh, high school, I joined the gym. Only reason I wanted to lose weight, cause I was always up between 110 to 120. So I will lose. I'll go back to 110. I'll gain 10 pounds. I'll go on a diet, working out. So when I turned 18, I joined the gym. I really, really, really wanted to lose weight, and I really wanted to fit. So joined the gym, working out. Um, same pattern for probably like. 20 years less than 20 what gave me um me an idea of a fitness life was when i found that i had a breast cancer this is back in october 2007 stage two from that moment i took fitness very very seriously i mean i wanted to be healthy but i loved the feeling of you know combining fitness to my normal life it gave me an outlet, it gave me a purpose for one hour, and I felt amazing after working out. So, after going through all that, my trauma with my life, you know, running business, uh, having a breast cancer, and when I finally decided I really want to live my life, I told my husband that I wanted to be a trainer. So I spent one year, 2009 through 10, I spent one year to study and learn really how to cook healthy. First time in my life that I didn't eat packaged food. I didn't eat um, frozen food. 
I knew I taught myself how to cook healthy. I taught myself how to bake healthy, and uh, I taught myself how to work out too. Um, I didn't have a lot of money that I didn't hire a trainer, so I used to use a magazine called Oxygen Magazine. That was my Bible. I would read that magazine over and over and over, or save it. So I used it for working out. But even though working out at the time, my body wouldn't change it. Like I was really having a hard time that losing five pounds. And later I found out that I was eating too much nuts. You know, I thought no was good and I was eating like a handful of it. Find out that's like 300 calories. So once I found out that how to count calories, how much you have to eat, how much protein you have to eat, carbs, when do you have to eat carbs and protein, I start to get obsessed over food. So here comes my eating disorder, my actual eating disorder start coming. I was so concerned about how to, I was so, let me go back. I was so concerned about how I look and with a control freak I am, I control the serving size and then the food that I eat and I had to make sure that I'm eating healthy 99.9%. So for a whole year of a 2000, uh, let's see, 10 through 11, I did two shows, bikini competition. I ate so healthy. When you say healthy, there's no junk food. There were times I, I had to go to a birthday party. I would eat at my house, go to a birthday party. I would order various least calorie food. Or I would just tell them I have a stomach ache and I couldn't go. There are so many social functions that, that I backed out because I was scared to eat outside food. So I used to call that as a public food. I didn't want to eat public food. I wanted to eat my food. I remember one time I went to Korean Mark Korean restaurant with my mom. And I would take my brown rice, eat it instead of white rice. I love In-N-Out. I didn't eat In-N-Out for a whole year. I mean, I was eating so clean. It's also called as orthorexia. Eating clean food only. It hurt my marriage. It hurt me inside. What happened was I was worshiping my physique, my body. My body became my God. I wanted to maintain the body that I had. I loved having six-pack. I loved having a low body fat. So everything what I did was to maintain this, you know, 14, 15%. Actually, I don't even know how much body fat I had, but... I was so consuming all my energy in life to maintaining this body that I neglect around, surrounding the family. I stopped going to my mom's house. I stopped hanging out with my sister. I stopped hanging out with my husband. I would always tell him, I don't want to go out and eat. I wanted to eat at house. So that almost break my marriage too because I was being so selfish. I went to supplantation with my mom and I spit it out pizza. My mom saw me. She asked me what I'm doing and I go, I can't swallow bread. I can't eat bread. She thought I was crazy. I was crazy. I didn't eat bread. I thought bread will make me fat. I literally spit it out. But I wanted to eat so bad, I would just chew on it, chew on it, and spit it out, spit it out. 
that wasn't the only time I was doing it the whole time. Any carbs, pizza, bread, brownie, cookie, cake, ice cream, you name it, I would just spit it out. That really messed up my hand. I didn't want to feel guilty. I didn't want to feel shame. I felt shame. I didn't feel guilty because I didn't swallow the food. So a year later, I finally went to In-N-Out and I got a protein style first time. God, that was horrible. I will never do that again. You got to have a buttons on In-N-Out. But a year later, my illness got severe that I got in a really deep depression. I, my life was based on how I look. How much can I stay thin? How much can I see my six-pack? How much can I thin my ribcage on my body? That I got in a really deep depression. That it almost broke my marriage. When I decided I want to go back to church, and then I did, and then I cried so loud, I told God, Please take this pain away. I will do anything. Please take the pain away. That was a 2012. 2011? 12. 2012. So from 2012 to we're on a 2018, it's been six years. There were a lot of healing. There were a lot of recovery. And there was a lot of self worth, self-love came with it. Eating disorder is major, major illness. It's a mental illness. I was thinking about food all the time, non-stop. I would look at it on Pinterest, just looking at a food, food, food. Like a man looking at a naked woman. I would just want to eat it. The more I focus on a part that I can't control the more I wanted. The more I focus on a negative, the more you focus on a negative you wanted. You know when people say, well, I want to have a pizza, but I can't have a pizza. You're focusing on a pizza. So I had to teach myself all over again how to deal with the food. I learned that it wasn't a food that I was having issue. It was me having issue with myself. There's something missing in my life that I need. I want. I try to fill it up. I had a void in my heart that I was fill it up with a fitness that didn't help. I would try to hide my low self esteem with a fitness too. That didn't work either. What helped was. I finally accept myself as who I am. And I know there is a lot of room to grow. And I've been working on that room, that room, working on, like redecorating my room over and over and again. I try something, doesn't work, come back again, do it again. I learn to accept myself. I learn to let go of things that I can't control. I learned to enjoy food first time. I eat burgers, I eat pizza. Eating disorder is still in me. I get crazy if I eat junk food more than two days. I drive my husband crazy. 
because I know me, it's in me, it comes out, but I got to control it, I have to find a balance. So if you're out there listening to this podcast, if you have a disorder, you have to get help, whether it's from professionally or, you know, read a book. Luckily, I got a help from the doctor, Kaiser, Kaiser, and I also did a lot of self-help and a lot of prayer and a lot of reading, a lot of reading, but you got to heal yourself because eating disorder comes from something happened to you when you were a kid or a teenager, even in a young adult too, that you start using food as to get away reality. And now you are stuck with this eating disorder. You don't know how to get out. You could get out. You could get out. But can I get out completely? I don't know. Because I'm still here. I mean, I still struggle with eating disorder, but I try not to get into my life. So if you know anybody, share this podcast because I think this is something that we should talk about it, but we don't talk about it because we don't think that this is a big deal. It is a big deal. It got me to depression, really deep depression. It was so bad. I thought there was no light it felt like a peach black. So, thank you for listening to this podcast again. Um, you know, it's going to be a lot of just random talking. You know, I do have a lot of story. And I'm just going to let it out. So, until then, have a great day. Thank you.